0: Good morning, friends, and to whomever else is joining us today, welcome to the Chillin' with Frosty podcast. I'm your host, Nate Frosty, and today I'm excited to start the first episode of a new series called Defrost. So grab something good to drink, settle in somewhere comfy, because we're going to get some time to chill. (laughs) first episode in the series titled Defrost, where I'm just going to take a few minutes to talk about some of the things that the Lord's been teaching me through the Word, through my personal study. Uh, Again, props goes to Brett Plyler for the idea for the name. Uh, I'm absolutely in love with it. I think it was a great call. And and I really look forward just to be able to start discussion and share with with you all some of the things that the Lord's been teaching me. And uh, so let's dive in. Today, I'm going to be Centering on Luke chapter 2, uh, verses 8 through, we'll probably go 8 through 20. And um, again, I've been reading, uh, I came up to this passage through my uh, Read Through the Bible in a Year plan. And it's a, it's a passage we're all probably decently familiar with. And so I'll go ahead and read it real quick. Uh, and Luke again Luke chapter 2 verse 8 says and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid i bring you good news that will bring great that will cause great joy for all the people today in the town of david a savior has been born to you he is the messiah the lord This will be a sign unto you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. That's through verse 20. And so this passage is probably, like I said, familiar to a lot of us who have maybe grown up in church settings or are familiar with Christian backgrounds. If you've ever been in a, a church Christmas play like I have, you probably were a, a sheep or a, a camel or a shepherd at one point. And maybe you can identify a little bit with <laughs> some of these characters. Um, but it's it's such a simple and beautiful and iconic image as part of the christmas story i think of uh, the charlie brown christmas movie and linus's famous monologue talking about uh, well reciting this passage and and bringing us back to the heart of christmas and so i I think it's um i think it's easy for me to to overlook uh, some of the the meaning in this because of its uh, commonality commonness because of how common it is i don't know which of those three was right but I'll just lay them all out there. Uh, but but one thing that specifically stuck out to me was the image of uh, not only the angel appearing to the shepherds, but also the heavenly host. And so we see all throughout the Bible when angels appear to people, it tells them, do not be afraid. They often say, don't be afraid. You know, verse 10, the angel said to them, do not be afraid. This is the, the angel that came, angel of the Lord that came down. And we see that all throughout when the angel of the Lord came to Mary and came to Joseph and Throughout the Bible, like angels are a fearful sight, and I don't have the knowledge to be able to talk in depth about that, but uh, th- there was, they were afraid when they saw them. But I think what I've missed the most in, in reading and understanding this passage is the true depth behind the image of the heavenly host descending. In verse 13, we see, Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom His favor rests. One one of the things that the Lord struck me with, uh, that I had never put two and two together, but this is the culmination of God's plan for salvation. Right is is Jesus, the sacrificial lamb, coming down in incarnated flesh uh, to live the perfect life, who will ultimately pay the full price for the sins of God's kingdom of God's children um, and so like this plan that has been set in forth before the beginning of time and has been in action since the fall it is now like that like, heaven has been waiting for like they knew this was coming and so when when Jesus comes down to earth when he's born in human flesh like it breaks open the heavens these angels have to come down and glorify God. And in a time when you, you juxtapose that picture with the humbleness, the humility of Jesus' birth. Like he was literally born in, in a barn, right, in a feeding trough. And Mary, like they couldn't find a place for an inn. We don't even know if, if, if there's anyone else to help with the birth besides Joseph. And, and you know, even though that was much more of a common occurrence back then, it still was not, um, not normal to just— be in that in those sort of sort of circumstances and so as jesus came into the world with zero recognition and absolutely no attention the heavens and the entire company of heavenly hosts was praising god was giving glory saying his favor has come down this this is god he's with us right now and and nobody on earth recognized that but that, that was part of—I that. I mean, that was the plan, right? You see Philippians too, like, Jesus humbled himself and submitted fully to the plan of the Lord. But I, I just—there's such a juxtaposition there of the heavens are—you think of um, the Psalms, the heavens declare the glory of the Lord. And, like, in this sin, sin, situation, the angels came down. And they're like, if if we're not going to see the earth praising him yet, like, we, we can't help but usher him in, Um but it also pointed me to, and the Lord brought this thought to my mind, which I had also never connected to, is the, the exact same description of heavenly bodies praising Jesus in Revelation chapter 5. And so I'm going to skip ahead, revel- well, way ahead in the Bible, Revelation chapter 5, starting in, in, let's say, Revelation 5, 6. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. The Lamb had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. Then I looked, and catch this, Then I looked, John speaking, and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands, and ten ten thousand times ten thousand. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory forever and ever. And, and yeah, I mean, that speaks for itself, folks. But the picture of the full um, encircling from beginning to end of Jesus' humble introduction to earth as a a baby in, in the most innocuous of circumstances. I don't know if that's the right word. It came to my head. Apologize if it's not right. I don't want to keep saying humble. Innocuous, I like it. We're going with it. Um, but again, it, he was not... Uh, I, I remember uh, if you guys listened to Student re- Letter renewal from NGU, Ethan Pettigrew's message was phenomenal. But he talked about Jesus did not come uh, with anything that we should look upon him from Isaiah. I, I don't remember the chapter. But like he wasn't attractive in his humanity it was who he was that was attractive what what he did for us but but he came so humbly nobody recognized him but he was ushered in by the host of heaven and it's that same host of angels thousands upon thousands 10,000s upon 10,000s of angels that in the end after the sacrifice has been completed after Jesus has returned and is called worthy to open the scroll and to bring the, the finality of God's new heaven and new earth, um, the finality of their plan of restoration. when that happens, it's the same song and it's the same host of people. They're glorifying God. And, and I, I, the Lord just hit me with, with how rich that picture is, the full circle of the plan of salvation for us, um, and how many times I've read and, and you know celebrated, the, the season of Christmas and Jesus is coming and and I, you know, failed to capture that picture of of how rich that is. Um, I was just, I was floored by that and um, yeah, the Lord was really using that to, to work in my heart this week. Um, and another thing, this is a little bit tamer of a note, but it, I had the question, you know, um, what, I'm, I'm curious, we can't answer it, we don't know, but what was the, what were the, the reactions of the shepherds after, right? We see them come, uh, they go to the uh, manger and they, they visit the baby born. And of course, they're praising him right there. But I'm wondering, you know, we're long-term, were they faithful, you know? They they had witnessed the, the incarnation of God himself. But when... When it came time for Jesus to be crucified, were they among the ones who ushered him in, yelling "Hosanna" on Palm Sunday, and yelled "Crucify him, crucify him" on Good Friday? Or, or were they among the faithful who um, were waiting for Jesus to to rise from the dead, like he said he would? Or did they even forget? Like I, I, I think that is crazy for us to think about that if we saw a host of angels appear in the sky glorifying God and leading us to this baby that was born I think that'd be a hard thing to forget but at the same time how many how many instances do we see in the New Testament of people just missing it completely and you know were they the people that witnessed and an, a full experience of God's glory shown among us and weren't changed by it I don't know, like those are all speculative obviously we don't know the answer um, but I thought it was it was um, something to think on and uh, and yeah I, I think that people's response to Jesus throughout the Gospels is always um, both like depressing but also um, sobering and um, and it's real it's real and we see that in how we live so anyways I could elaborate on that a lot but I, that, that thought popped into my head and I thought that was curious because we don't know we don't we don't hear about these shepherds again, but the fact that they had the privilege of witnessing that uh, is pretty special. And so, uh, yeah, that was that was something that popped out to me recently um, from Luke chapter two. Uh, this was the first episode in the defrost series. I love being able to share this with you guys, and I look forward to be able to share some more thoughts as uh, time goes on. Until next time. Keep chillin folks